Man like Andy, what's good? Bless bro, I can't complain now. Living your best life on your Android phone, yeah? Bro, it's not easy to live this life, but I'm trying. <laughs> Andy, my friend, um, it's good to have you on to the podcast. Um, I heard that you, uh, you work for Backstage Capital. Um, (laughs) So, what is Backstage? Tell me about it. Backstage Capital is a a VC fund that invests in underrepresented founders, which means uh, we invest in women, people of colour, and LGBT founders. But it doesn't just stop there. Uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. We also launched an accelerated business last year so that we can be more hands-on and support founders through a three-month program where we invest $100,000 for 5% equity. Nice. It's been awesome. Across London, Detroit, Philadelphia, and LA. I don't know why I was thinking New York. That was a lie. That was, you're speaking vision, bro. Vision, that's, vision. That's, that's, that's what, that's what you want to open up next. Yeah, yeah. ATL Chicago, York. I was talking to them last week, bro. It's mad. Everywhere. How's it going? You enjoying it? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a great learning experience. Yeah. I, love, I, love, like, I try and, I try and always be self-directed and have a little bit of a growth mindset. So mm. like, when I look back and connect the dots, I can see how much I've learned yeah. and hopefully how much we've contributed as a team to, to supporting these founders and helping yeah. them grow. Sick, man. What it's about. Living your best life. So why, obviously backstage sounds awesome, but backstage capital sounds awesome, but, but why is it needed? Why do we need this? So, so for me, like, I've, I've been very interested in this intersection of the culture and tech and, and actually, like, actually, like, generational wealth that can yeah. be created off the back of tech. Yeah, and great. I grew up seeing, like, Bill Gates as a hero in tech. And then it was, like, Jeff Bezos. And then it was Mark Zuckerberg. And there was all these middle-class white men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, at the same time, I was looking at the rappers and thinking, they're my yeah. heroes. Yeah, so I was yeah, looking yeah. at Jay. I was looking at Pac. I was looking at Nas. And yeah. then when Nas has switched over to, to form Queensbridge Venture Partners... Yeah. And then he's invested in Dropbox, Genius, Casper Mattresses. Mm. You get me? Troy Carter used to manage Eve and Lady Gaga. Then he's gone into to, yeah. to cross-culture yeah. ventures, making investments. Yeah. And then I'm seeing all these people from the culture starting to invest. Serena Williams just launched mm. a venture mm. fund. Yeah. Jay-Z with Arrival. Yeah. He's also invested in a backstage company. Mad. So then I'm, and then when you looked at even like Jay-Z on the, on the rich list the other day on Forbes. Yeah, like, billion. Yeah, and Uber was up there. Yeah, investment it's in mad. Uber because... Actually, what you want is equity, and equity yeah, is what's going to lead you to the world. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Wages. So yeah. I prayed this from a young age. I saw yeah. what was going on, and I said, you know what? I need to get involved, and, and I need to provide this capital to people here in the UK. Yeah, who great. do amazing things and just not getting the access to the opportunity because yeah. they're not getting access to the capital. Yeah. So I always say that like, talent is widely distributed, but opportunity just isn't. It's only afforded to those that yeah. can afford it. Almost. So real, man. That's so real, bro. Mm. I love that, man. So what's your, what's your journey? Because you can hear your heart. We can hear your passion. So, so what's your journey to being a backstage today? Yeah, it's a good question. So, so about a decade ago, I finished university. Jeez, a decade. Lord of mercy. Uh, from, I'm grown. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is GMT. Grown man things right now. <laughs> so 10 years ago, finished university. Um, come out knowing that I loved entrepreneurship. Really interested in technology, mm. but... I didn't really know what my role was. Yeah. You know, so I went into management consulting. Okay. Before I even went in there, I did a three month backpacking experience in South America. Jeez, love I remember my president saying, like, that's not even a black thing to do. Yeah, for real. That's how foreign that was to people. Well, that is bad. Um, I don't know. Anybody that's done that. It opened my mind. It opened yeah. my mind to just thinking different and just having a, a mindset that's outside of the end. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I went into management consultancy. My first job was at a company called EY. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not clients of yours. They will be soon. Yeah, one day, one day. Know. 
Um, and at the at EY, I was a management consultant. Learned really how businesses fit together. Like, what yeah. does marketing do? What does HR do? What does yeah. strategy do? Nice. You know, like work on really interesting projects. But I guess they wanted me to 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 get promoted into an area I wasn't interested in too okay. early in my journey. Okay. I wasn't okay. ready to make that decision. So I left there and I joined another small consultancy, which is more of a startup called Elixir. Okay, yeah, and I know. What I love there is that the first kind of year and a half of that business, I was working across Africa. Wow. So like South Africa, like Botswana, uh, uh, Uganda, Kenya. Nice. Like really insightful, amazing experience. Sick, like so man. many stories and friendship formed. And then the second year of that business, I got to build a business for a business. Okay. So they flew me out to San Francisco with wow. a single partner. We rented out an apartment and said we're going to experiment and try and build as many relationships with VCs as we can. And at the time, I didn't know how premier these VCs were. Yeah, yeah. Increasing Horowitz, Greylock Park. Mad. Sequoia, Lightspeed what? Ventures. What? Like Lightspeed in their office would tell me that Snapchat was incubating that room around the world. Mad. You know, I'll go into Sequoia and see the plaques for all of the investments into YouTube, Netscape. Like, they basically build the internet and you see it on their wall. That's wild. But I was learning venture, like, firsthand. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah. From, like experts the world's leading so i was just asking questions feeding my curiosity again yeah yeah growth mindset and learn as much as possible that's sick and at that time what we were doing as a business we were connecting our african and uk clients yeah to portfolio startups out in the bay okay VCs loved it because their companies got international stamps of approval for Mm, work with mm, corporates mm. from outside of the u.s yeah but the corporates loved it because they learned how to work with startups and work like startups okay so it became a winning proposition and actually elixir if you go on their website today have totally rebranded their proposition around this kind of innovation consultancy. Nice. So that business really like tilt, pivoted how nice. they position themselves in the market and you'll still see me on their website actually. Yeah, that's mad. My picture's out there. Yeah. That's out there yeah. living so as that well. So that was my journey and then from there I went into product management. Like, I came back from Silicon Valley wanting more skin in the game. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to work for a software company. Okay. At the time I had a love-hate relationship with VC, so I wanted one that wasn't really VC bad. Okay. You know, you go through this, isn't it? Like you kinda of love investors and you hate them. Yeah. Um and I hear that. And yeah, so when when I joined World First, they're an international money transfer company. Yeah, really yeah. Have an understanding of what product was, wasn't really managing tech in the most efficient way. Mm. So I joined um I joined as as kind of like the first product manager of another mm. guy called Dave. And we hired in our kind of boss, a guy called Mark Abraham, who was a sick product yeah. coach. Like, taught me so much, such a good friend now. Sick. And um, we basically, like, grew the product and UX team with others in London and Hong Kong. Nice. And I managed a mobile product initially and then the web products, which was a B2B product. And they got acquired by Ant Financial this year for 700 mil. Mad. So they did all right. They did all right out of that. Um, and along that journey, sorry, I, I co-founded a business with my brother and a few friends called Mixtape Madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which a lot of people knew about but didn't know who was behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, that's doing well to today. My brother still runs it today for time. It's like a team of eight. That's um, nuts, man. Yeah, that is a amazing, journey, amazing dude. Amazing career journey so far, man. For real. All it's of that before you're 23, man. It's mad. Huh? <laughs> All of that, and you're still only 23. Uh, I wish, I wish, I wish. Living your best life. Now, man, so out of all of that, everything, so starting Mixtape Madness and getting to work with all these VCs, what was the one big learning that you had from all of that that you could like, actually, you know what, that you've been able to apply? So one of the biggest learnings I think I've learned is that the majority of people that think they need funding actually need skills and knowledge. Wow. So really, what they need to learn is that you're not starting a business or a startup, you're starting an experiment. Ah, and come like on. a scientist, you just want a hypothesis to prove or disprove. Yes, yes, and yes. And be less precious about it. Don't apply to be on a panel. Don't mm. apply to self-nominate for an award. Mm. Don't worry about the exterior of social media. Yeah. Just try and take a step in the direction by taking a test, 
shipping quick and learning. Yes, come and on. And right now, there's such a plethora of like of 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 st- no code stacks. You don't yeah. need to know how to code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To use Airtable, Notion, yeah. like Google Sheets. Yeah. Like there's so many like voice flow. Yeah, Web yeah, flow, yeah. Bubble, yeah, Glide. Yeah. There's so many tools now that you can literally like test out your MVP or minimal viable product mm. to experiment. With little or no money. Yeah, I love to that. To validate whether I'm taking a step in the right direction sick, or not. Sick. I think a lot of people just don't understand that. Yeah. And race to create a pitch deck and a story and a narrative that they fall in love with mm. and go to investor. Yeah. When you're not building a business for investor, you're building it for your customers. Come on. Come on. So, That's, you know, bro. Oh. You can relate to that, Gosh. right? Yeah, trust me. Mm. That's the thing. I think it's, it's exciting. I love how you call it an experiment. I think if we said that more, mm. instead of using MVP and all mm. these all these terminology, yeah, because we're like, oh, okay, it's a minimum viable, and you make it sound so much more intense. But if you said, hey, this is an experiment, I think a lot more people then you'd be willing to try and especially to fail, which I think is interesting. I really, really like that how you said an experiment. I think it's important because even in our journey, what we started off doing, we've now pivoted to something else completely. But it means we're now able to have our impact on all the different bits and pieces. And you know what's really interesting about that? Like some people feel like because I put this external view of myself out in the world mm. on Twitter and on Instagram and winning these awards and stuff I don't dare pivot or fail yes. or I don't yeah. dare tell them or let yeah. them know that yeah. I have yeah. because I want to live up to this external truth of yes. myself when deep down yeah. it's long and yeah. I'm not really on it anymore. yeah for real you and it's, the worst thing is if, if you stick to that um, to that, that external truth and it's not making you any money because then the business is going to implode so it's even for us, like the other week, um, we've had our big pivot and we've changed to be more of an insights agency. And um, it means we can still have the impact we have. But I was up till three, four in the morning recoding our website mm. and redeveloping our website. Mm-hmm. Girls was like, this needs to change now. Yeah. I need people to come on and go and exactly, know exactly what we're about. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Um, but that's, I, I really like that, man. I really like your big learnings. I think it's, it's, it's interesting and exciting. So what, what's exciting you about the tech or the startup space at this moment in time right now? What's really exciting is that technology has never been as accessible as it is today. Okay. Okay. And I do recognise how privileged we are to be in the Western world and have infrastructure like internet and Wi-Fi speeds. Like last week, I was at the Africa Tech Summit and some of the infrastructure challenges are real. Yeah. Across yeah. Africa. And it was interesting hearing like 25K being like burn like runway for a year. Yeah. Startups out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The environment yeah. is so different. And yeah, of course. Yeah. And you realize just how fortunate we are here. Yeah, yeah. And that, how that. much we could take advantage of yeah. really understand the opportunity yeah. here to just test things for relatively mm, cheap mm. and no money. It's so, real, man. Yeah. Like so, even right now, like I'm testing. I, what I'm talking about in terms of like like building experiments with like zero code and I'm, yeah. I'm releasing an online course nice but before yeah, doing yeah. that I beta tested it with just a few friends mm, then I beta nice. tested it with my mailing list and then I'm going to release it to Udemy or YouTube for free to yeah. build up my mailing list Sick. and then I'm going to release this online course which you pay for but all of this free content around it yeah, yeah, to yeah. credentialise myself and show like yeah. Like this is how you can do it yeah. regardless Sick. if you don't pay for my course yeah, yeah, because yeah. I think that gap I just want to help I want to help just upskill people. Yeah, I love that, know, man. Like digital skills gap is what's in Tech Nation's report every year. For real. It's every mad. Every single it's mad. year. It's mad. And the craziest thing is I speak to a lot of like folks from like the DFE because one of the chairs of mm. DFE is a friend of mine and just talking to about what, what a lot of uh, the education system and even clients and, and companies and brands that we speak to they're panicking because like, a lot of these young people aren't coming out with the right skills. Mm. So they're saying the roles that we're preparing them for just won't exist in 15 really years. So it's kind of like, it's really scary because it's kind of like, we're in an opportune time where it's, in, it's probably the easiest time in history to, to upskill yourself. But then we're teaching young people in school 
the things that they don't and actually need. That's why I love what you do, and I find it so weird that businesses don't have more influence over education. Mm, it's mad. Preparing them for two yeah, different worlds crazy. that don't talk. Yeah. And like your teachers are not like ex startup founders. No, no, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like I didn't used to run a butcher's or run yeah. a business. But yet they're expected to prepare mm, for a world mm, that some of them mm. have never seen in their life. Some of them are graduates that yeah. are teaching in this stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. You know? And I feel like the understanding, like technology is advancing so quick and business change and educational change is just far too slow. Yeah, yeah, so seeing, true, man. We're seeing opportunities, but also like real problems that are arising yeah, because of for that. for real. It's so real. And I think the interesting thing, I remember hearing somebody quote, um, talking about teachers, teachers. So my my wife is a teacher, and they stay in the education system all their lives because they're mm. you're, you're pretty much you're born as a child, and then you go all the way through education system, you graduate university, and then you go straight back into school. Mm. So they don't know anything really of the outside That's world really a lot of the time, which is really interesting. So you're kind of then going to these people to go, hey, educate these kids, and they know their specific field, mm. but then they only know it in the context of education. But you know what's really interesting as well? When you're in tech, sometimes you're in a bubble. Yes, and so you don't true. Realize that everything I'm bouncing off people are just all. Technologists and early doctors, so they're not man. representative of the majority yeah. of the rest of the audience. So real, man. So sometimes we need to try and yeah. like, get out of our bubble and think like, actually, how can I find customers outside of yeah. these circles that are not like that we don't know tech? So true, man. Mm. And I think that's 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 the exciting thing. We are living in a time where you can you can get out of that bubble. You can do it, but the the thing is, is that that's truly getting out of your comfort zone, man. Mm. That's like properly having to just jump out there and do that. All right, cool, man. So, freaking, what are you excited about? What's what's coming up for you? Like, where do you see yourself and backstage in the next five years? What, what what's that? What's that vision? Where do you see you guys being? I think backstage succeeds if it does itself out of a job. Sick. Like, if other investors are investing in in diverse entrepreneurs and founders, and therefore actually there's no need to have a thesis explicitly saying that we're investing in women, people of color, yeah. and LGBT founders, then we've done ourselves. Our job, amazing ecosystems progress because of it, yeah. You know, and we want to see more winners at scale that look like us, yeah. And I don't want us to keep looking to the US, yeah. Amazing, I want to see people in the UK yeah. rise up from, from working class yeah. backgrounds, from ends, yeah, uh, people of color, women, and winning, yeah. You know, Sick. and it's possible, and yeah. it doesn't mean like a unicorn exit necessarily, mm, mm. you know, success is different, but yeah, but we've got to shape that and, and shape that for ourselves, real. And, and Shape what that looks like. I love that, man. The funny thing is that you, I just I interviewed Andy Davis uh, recently, and he said the exact same thing, mm. word for word, pretty much what you just said. And I love that, that you guys culture. are you, you guys are both on the exact same page. And I love that, man, because I've learned a lot from both of you. Um, but I think it's amazing that that you guys are getting to speak to other people's lives and just mm. and say the exact same things. You guys are on the same page, which is amazing, man. But thank you for coming down today, bro. Thank you for coming and talking with us and sharing some wisdom. Where can we find you? What social media? What's your handles? All that, all that kind of interest. Funny stuff. enough, actually, I'm, I'm really coming off social media. Okay. But the best place to get me is andyayim.com. Okay. A n d y a y i m dot com. Sick. Or my newsletter, which um, is linked. Link to there as well. If you just Google and get you know, it'll come up. Sick. Um, or LinkedIn. Like, yeah. There's no point sliding in DMs on Twitter or Instagram. Okay. Yeah. I'm not on those platforms. Yeah. Okay. He's not yeah. there anymore. He's taking the sabbatical. Yeah, for real. <laughs> nah, it's good, man. It's good, man. Well, thank you for coming on, and I'm looking forward to hearing what's next yeah, for you guys, for me, bro. bro. Speak to you in a bit. Cool, bro. <laughs> hey.